As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live small group cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. So, Mike, when you think of poetry, uh, what names come to mind? Okay, like famous poets like uh, Robert Frost, Walt Whitman, Langston Hughes, like people like that. Yeah, well, I noticed there's not too many product managers on your list. True, there are not. (laughs) Maybe today we can change that. Really? Okay. I'm a little skeptical, but I'll I'll stay with you here, Michael. Okay. I'm a little skeptical too, but uh, we can at least try. So today we're talking about poetry, product poetry specifically, as in how you talk about your company and what influence that can have on your team and how your customers view what you're building. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. In season four of Rocketship, we are diving into everything product and growth. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective, where your hosts, Michael Saka and Mike Belsito, 
product poetry. Okay, I wasn't really sure where you were going with this one. I'm not even sure it's an actual phrase. But when I heard Blade Cottley describe Sonos, there were no other words that really came to mind. That was honestly the whole inspiration for this episode. Well, maybe Blade is our modern day Shakespeare. It's true. And and we'll get to Blade in just a bit. But first, I wanted to talk about what product poetry is or could be. Definition, please. So I'm thinking product poetry is a way of describing a product that humanizes it, like that highlights the results you get after using it rather than the explicit function or features that it contains. Maybe a quick example would help. Why don't you um, name a store that you've been to recently? Okay. Uh, Home Depot. Right, right. So Home Depot could be described as a hardware store. Pretty straightforward explanation. And we could take it a step further, right? Like most companies do. We could say it's a home improvement supply store. Okay. It's a little bit better, but I wouldn't say I'm like all jazzed up quite yet. <laughs> right. It's kind of, it kind of fits into a, a bigger bucket, but yeah, I'm not excited either. But let's, what if we look closer at what it creates, right? Like just a hardware store is a literal description. The home improvement supplies store is slightly better. It's starting to get to the results it creates. With home improvement. Right. But let's take it a step further. What if Home Depot was making every home a custom home or Home Depot putting the you into your home? Okay. I am starting to see where you're going with this. Want to try one? Uh, Okay. All right. So how would you describe Product Collective? All right. I would say that Product Collective is a place for product people. So whether it be product management professionals, startup founders, product leaders, it's where they can learn, find inspiration and connect with all different types of product people that are faced with similar challenges that they go through. Yeah. So that's it's perfect, but it's a bit of a, a mouthful, right? What if we try to condense that down a little bit? Okay. Um... How about product collective is where product people learn and connect? Better, right? But I'm I'm not quite inspired. Okay. All right. Let me try again. Um, product collective, connecting the world of product. Or where people meet product. Or inspiring the world of product. Yeah, right now it feels like we're getting somewhere more poetic, right? More results, less features, something that can be a North Star as the company grows. Take this very podcast, right? It's a business podcast. We used to say actionable advice for entrepreneurs, but eventually we evolved it into just business explored. And now we can use that in various ways. Like in this season, we can say product explored. Exploration was one of the things that I knew we could consistently deliver on. Anyway, enough about us, right? So um, (laughs) I'm sure everybody wants to hear from some of our guests at this point, right? (laughs) Right, right. So um, not everyone we spoke with is on this product poetry bandwagon yet. Well, you, we just kind of made this up, right? Uh, Yeah, exactly. So, but we, we spoke with Josh Landry, the CEO of Figure One. Um, And Figure One is, well, I'll just have him tell us. Sure. Figure One is a platform that lets healthcare professionals describe clinical cases they're seeing in front of them and gain feedback in real time from their colleagues, teachers, and learners around the planet. And so if you're a healthcare professional and you're seeing a case and you want feedback from other people in your specialty or perhaps from another specialty, you can upload your case onto Figure One and within minutes you can be gaining feedback from dozens or even hundreds of your colleagues. It feels like we could simplify this down here, right? Add a bit of 
poetry. Okay. What are you thinking? Like crowdsourced healthcare solutions. Okay. That sounds like very corporate speak, though. What about like, about like medical solutions solved worldwide? Or like tackling the world's toughest medical cases together. Okay. Or like a world of medical expertise in the palm of your hand. I like that. I like that. How about together we build a healthier tomorrow? Nice. All right. So how would you use that in an interview like this? So I guess you might say like figure one is an app that is helping to build a healthier tomorrow together. And then you'd go on to greater detail about what the app does from there. Awesome. All right. So I loved this clip of Tyamod Taylor, who, if you haven't listened to his full interview, make sure you go back in the feed and check it out. But he's the VP of product marketing at Facebook. And and here's how he described what they're building. Sure. Uh, so uh, I am on the business side as opposed to the consumer side. And on the business side, I think our core remit basically is, is uh, if I were to translate, it would be making advertising more interesting, but basically connecting businesses with the consumers that matter to them most. But I think the flip side is actually as important, which is connecting consumers to, to brands that will probably deliver the most value. And that's really, we're looking at it through both sides. Making advertising more interesting. I could get behind that. Right? Yeah, it, it's vague enough um, that it works for Facebook as they evolve. And it creates a really clear North Star for the team. Is our solution more interesting? Yes? No? It's something I could imagine coming up with in product planning meetings when discussing various product solutions. But the goal of making advertising more interesting, what solution better satisfies our mission? Yeah, so we have asked hundreds of entrepreneurs and product people about what they do on this podcast. But Blade Catelli of Sonos really inspired me to think differently about how we describe what we're building. Smart speakers that fill your home with music and turn silent homes into soulful homes. It's so simple. Yeah, but so hard to get to this point in understanding a product. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. When Rain Wilson realized he had a special gift for talking people to sleep, he had two choices construct a massive speaker that would blast his voice to every person in the country or invent a talking pillow. AT&T Business eventually talked him into the pillow thing. And backed by a reliable network, the only network with built-in security controls, Sleep With Rain was a hit. Take your ideas to the moon and beyond at business.att.com. That's business.att.com. Now, Back to the show. So there's not a product poetrize your startup app yet, right? So how does Blade approach that? I'm glad you asked. It is the belief and understanding that all design that's really great serves to help with basic human needs. The need to be loved, the need to be understood, the need to control. These are our basic human needs. And every great design does that, whether it's the need to be understood, and you you say, boy, the customer service at Zappos is amazing, right? And why? Because they understood me. Right. I talked to a person, they got it really quickly, and they helped me out. I feel I feel loved by them. They said, we've upgraded your shipping to over. Fantastic. I feel loved and understood. Whoa, that's why it's so good, right? These basic human needs to feel like you're in control of a situation where, you know, you, you call from American Express and like, uh, I have this problem with this thing and this merchant. No problem. We got it taken care of. <gasps> I have control over my world. Even technologies where you can use them at distance, like I can use my voice to tell an Alexa speaker something at distance, I have more control. I'd have to get up to do it. 
and that's, I feel more powerful. Um, that's it. It's all about addressing basic human needs. Yeah. And every single product does this. Every right. single one. When you go to get a bespoke suit on Savile Row in London, you do that because you have the need to control, the need to be understood, all the people to see you in a certain way that you get to project. Oh, man, that's so good, right? And, and he goes on. We take a home where you're listening to music by sticking your phone in a cup. And that's how you're amplifying your sound. And we say, look, try this thing out. You have control at distance over many speakers, over your whole home. You can hear music in a small, intimate way or everywhere. You can have a party. You can synthesize. You can take every music service you have and in one place have more control. Of, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And it changes every the whole, the whole dialogue has changed. And this is recognized from the top to the bottom. It's a very cohesive understanding about people and the technology and society. And this is the part that most people forget. Most people are trying to solve problems where they say, look, I've got a business need, I've got a customer need, I've got technology opportunities, I, I push this together and I get, a, I get something out of it. Mm-hmm. And they forget society. And they forget the impact of society. An idea that wasn't good a few years ago can be really good now. Yeah. And they don't realize the influence of, of and changes that we're going through that are so rapid. It's changing so quickly every minute. There's something happening where someone's having a new understanding about a meme, an emoji, an idea. And by being sensitive to these, not just the perturbations in the system, but the long waves, to see over time where society is moving and trending towards and hitting that moment and hitting the next moment. That's, that's what we And when he boils it down to the problems they're solving, none of them are inherently technology related, right? They're situations in life that Sonos becomes part of and that they either make better or they make possible. You know, we, you know, we solve a few problems, I think. And we, we do think about taking a silent home and making it soulful. Mm. That's, 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 at the, that's at the core of it. Yeah. We think about the people who, who care about this. And they can be anyone from Philip Glass who uses Sonos yeah. in his home to someone who's 25 years old and has an apartment and just wants phenomenal sound because they love music. They just want a way to experience it out loud in a meaningful way, where when the phone rings, it doesn't interrupt the music, right? Right? We're using Wi-Fi technology. It's completely different. Um, And that, that at the core of that problem space are many moments. It's moments where... Someone's sad and they want to hear a sad song fully. And in doing so, they get through that emotional moment. Or they're joyous and they're celebrating together. And they want to be with their family or with their friends and create a moment. Or there are people in different parts of an environment each doing their own thing. And we let that happen too. And so it's this tremendous flexibility and this openness, it's glass-nosed, towards music services that we integrate with to bring all this acoustic content to you so that it can fit all right that was so well said i think i just heard a mic drop somewhere (laughs) oh man it's it's just so good he's so good uh there's a deep understanding of how they fit into a person's life not just how their technology integrates with common technology of their customers right it's how the experience creates a positive effect on their customers lives This story is captivating, but it's also real and relatable. I mean, we've all been there. 
you have a bad breakup and you're blasting lack of color on your bedroom floor. <laughs> Come on, don't tell me that you've never gone there, Michael. <laughs> I totally have. I totally have. And then, of course, it's like at some point, you know, it's like right at the peak of your self-loathing, the phone would ring and it ruins the moment. And of course, back in our day, if you remember, like you couldn't, you didn't know who was calling you. Like you'd have to pick right. it up and it'd be very awkward like that first moment trying to figure out who it was <laughs> oh it's the worst right you're holding back all your tears and you're like yeah, yeah everything's fine and then, <laughs> do you remember who it was who did this to you uh, there have been a few michael i don't i i don't even <laughs> i don't even remember the specifics at this point <laughs> me either and it doesn't even really matter anyway and do, do you remember what speakers you were using at the time uh, though you know i don't <laughs> me either if you want to find out more about rocketship.fm go to rocketship.fm it's pretty simple right Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, so you don't miss future episodes in this series. And if you like today's episode, tell a friend. Or two friends, or a lot of friends. We would love it if you would spread the word. We, You could sign up for our newsletter. We have partnered with Product Collective, Mike Belsito's company, to bring you even more content each week. So if you sign up for the newsletter, you're going to get content from Rocketship FM. You're also going to get detailed product content from Product Collective, which is incredible incredibly valuable. And as entrepreneurs, it's one of the most important topics for us to stay up on. So go to rocketship.fm and sign up for our newsletter. If you enjoy this content, leave us a quick review um, or tell a friend or share the link on Twitter. Anything helps to get the word out about the show. And we really appreciate it. We'll be right back here in just a couple days.